You're listening to The Over 50 Entrepreneur, the podcast that's dedicated to the business builders who are only getting started when most are winding down. This is the place to discover how to create more freedom from your business while growing the value of your business. Now here's your host, Rick Hadrava. Hey everybody, this is Rick Hadrava once again, and you are, in case you didn't know, listening to the Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast. You know, I I love this platform for so many reasons, and today is a great example. It was a few months ago that I was led down the path of searching out a store, Conscious Community Co-op, which is located up in Edmond, And the reason for that is my friend Jared Toy of Jared's Probiotics had been on the show and we were talking about his line of sodas, Jared's Jared's sodas, and he told me that Conscious Community Co-op was the only place up in Edmond that that I could find him. So I tracked up there one weekend with my son and uh, I was amazed not only to find unbelievably uh, a large amount of Jared sodas, but all the good stuff that they had in that store. And uh, not that this is a show to promote the store, but I highly suggest if you're not familiar with Conscious Community Co-op that you go up and check it out. It's a wonderful place. But while I was there and looking around and, and, and you know, buying the soda, I, I came across coffee. And anybody that knows me knows I enjoy a really good cup of coffee, and I'm always willing to explore the different varieties that are out there. And I came across Scars and Stripes Coffee, and it hit me on two fronts. Not only is it wonderful coffee, but it's coffee with a mission. And so like I am always doing, I decided to research these guys, got on their website, found some names, and I reached out because I knew that there had to be a great story behind this company. I wanted to learn more about what they were trying to do, a little bit more about the mission and what drove them. And so with that said, I am very honored to have in the Epic Studios today, Brandon Baxley and Chad Watts uh, from Stars and Stripes Coffee. So Scars and Stripes, I'm sorry, I got that wrong. How about that? We're starting off really good today, guys. So, hey, welcome to the studios. I appreciate you being here today. Thank you, Rick. Thanks for having us. We're really, really excited to be here. Um, I want to say hi to Brett. Brandon. You want to come in and say a little yeah, bit? Great for having us here. Thank you for uh, you know reaching out to us and being able to allow us to share our mission with you guys. And your well, well, let's let's start there. Why don't you share with the audience a little bit about how you guys you know came to to embark on Scars and Stripes Coffee in the first place? So I I started thinking about this model, Rick in 2017 and I'm not a veteran, I'm a civilian. I understand you're a veteran, figured that out, found out today and I've always just admired veterans Uh, and I wanted to find out was there something that I could give back, do something on a bigger scale to to help veterans. And so working at the VA uh, as an independent contractor for eight years, I would go in, I would sign in because I go to surgery so you have to sign at the kiosk and I'd see veterans come in and they'd have, you know, a little bit of a down look on their face. But when they got around their brothers and their sisters, they lit up. They talked about the game last night. They cut up. They might be an amputee. You never heard them complain about that. And so I just I, I, I was searching for something that I could do that was bigger. And I thought, what if there was a way that there was another reason for veterans to get, get together other than to come to VA? <laughs> and so I looked at different models out there, the VFW, some of those type things. And I just I saw those starting to kind of go away. It wasn't fitting the model of the younger veteran. 
And so I looked around and it just so happened I was a tea drinker all my life. And um, I, I got to a point where I was, I guess I was drinking too much caffeine because I was, I was getting these cramps in my legs and everything. And so I thought, well, I'm going to cut out tea. Well, the cramps went away, but I couldn't wake up in the morning. So I thought, okay, what about this gourmet coffee? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a go, you know. So started drinking some, some pretty good coffee. I thought, this is pretty good. You know, drink one cup in the morning. I'm good to go for the rest of the day. And so I'm, I'm, I'm at skiing and I, I see a, a news uh, article on a veteran-owned coffee company. And I thought, wait a minute, that that sounds awesome. I'm loving this coffee. I'd love to be able to give back. So let me just try their coffee. It's pretty good coffee. And I said, well, um, they had franchises. They were going to start franchising. So I I called them up. No one really responded to me. I emailed them. No responded to me. I, I filled out the forms. I thought, okay, I'm not a veteran. That's why they're not responding. I get it. It's okay. So a buddy of mine, Brad Dean, who's our my co-founder, my, he's uh, at Air War College right now. He's going to be a full okay. colonel in May. So I'm really excited for him. Um, and he, he said, I said, uh, Brad, um, we've always wanted to start a business. We worked together at uh, a company striker for 10 years and we'd always kidded around, Hey, let's start a snow cone stand. I don't care what it is just long enough. We can actually hang out some more. And so I called him up one day and said, Hey, Brad, what do you think about a coffee franchise? He's like, no. I said, why? He goes, I don't want to hire anybody. I don't want employees. And I said, well, what, okay. And so he goes, but I would do a multi-level marketing. And I said, yeah, okay, I'm not too certain. I like multi-level marketing. I know it works, but I don't want a veteran with a garage full of product, right? right so right. that's one thing I wanted to avoid. I didn't want to hurt a veteran. I wanted to help a veteran. So kept looking at it, kept looking at it, asked a few other people. And um, a guy said, um, you can do a single level direct marketing program. I said, what's that? And he goes, it's eat what you kill. He said, you've been doing it your whole life. I've been in sales my whole life. He said, I said, oh, <laughs> I can get that, you know? So I said, okay, I got to put this model together. But I'm, I'm not going to go source coffee. I'm not going to roast coffee. I'm not, I don't even know if this model is going to work. So I thought, okay, I've got to figure out somebody that can roast coffee for me. And can I get it at the cost that I need to fit it within the model for it to work? And so th- there's where it kind of started to unravel and, and, and putting this thing together and thinking through it and uh, getting it all put together. But that's, that's where it came from. And it just continues to grow. And, and we learned a lot. But, you know, that's, that's kind of where the beginnings of it came so today, tell us a little bit about the workforce. So you you employ folks in Oklahoma City. Do you, do you have them around the state? What's that look like? Yeah, I mean, right now we're spread across. Uh, we had a big surge from being on Fox and Friends a while back in the Northeast. Uh, we, we got a team that's running out there. We have guys out of Arizona. Uh, Texas is really starting to pick up for us. So our veteran workforce, you know, only veterans sell our coffee and we help build them up for that. And so they're scattered out all throughout across the United States right now. And we're working on that through our marketing team and stuff like that to be able to reach out there to give them the tools they need to grow out there, not just in the home base of Oklahoma where the company was started. Well, I, you know what? That impresses me because I, I thought you were really small, but you're getting a footprint nationally pretty quick. We're, right? we're in over 35 states. Yeah. Well, well, congratulations. That's fabulous. So... What have been some of your earliest obstacles um, as you've kind of gotten things rolling? Are you willing to share that? Well, absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's funny. That you, I, I, I keep thinking about the seasons of a business, you know, and where you're at and what you're doing. And um, you look back and you try to do the best thing you can do. I, I think, you know, from an entrepreneur's perspective, and, and again, we're all learning. We're, we're all trying to perfect something and we're in the pursuit of excellence, right? So uh, starting out, I, I put down on paper uh, an internal strategic framework for our success. 
you know, uh, what are we best at? What do we want to accomplish? You know, what are, what, what are the decision trees we go through if we get um, presented with a, a winning, what we call a winning, like what you need is. So be careful for the winnings that come along because then you can take that, hey, what you need to do is uh, add this to your pro- portfolio. Well, does it, does it go through the decision tree and do we answer no to any of the, th- the you know, six questions that we ask? If we answer no to two, two of them, then no, that's not an opportunity for us. But I think that was important in the beginning. But what we learned really was how do we structure this thing? Because in order for any business, I think, to succeed beyond a ceiling is, is it scalable and is it sustainable? Those are two really key words that you got to drill down on when you're thinking about this model. So, so starting with the end in mind. So my end in mind was or my dream was, hey, can I develop a first in class Salesforce comprised completely of military veterans. So literally taking what makes the military so strong and adapting that to a civilian sales force. And we're doing it. I'm telling you, we're doing it. But in order for that to happen, you have to have great leadership and you have to structure it. So what we what we looked at originally was, you know, as a I think you got to say, okay, as a an entrepreneur, what do I want? Figure out what that is and then find out what your customer wants. Exactly. And see how that marries up. Yeah. As we were talking about that a little bit before the show is um, you can have the greatest idea, but if there's not a, if there's nobody willing to pay for the solution, then you really don't have anything but a good idea. And, and you guys have worked through that. I'm, I want to go back. You talked about six questions and and I, I I wrote down notes here, six questions to know. Um, Can you share that with us a little bit? Give us an example of what that might look like. For example, uh, one thing that we struggle with is um, we have opportunities to potentially do a, a alcoholic beverage combined, right? So I struggle with that personally as one time I'm listening to um, one of our team members, Zach Brown, and in his discussion, he talks about veteran suicide, right? And so um, when I found out the number one killer of veterans is alcohol. so. In that, uh, one of the questions is, is this going to hurt veterans? Is whatever we're going to sell hurt veterans, right? So that's a, that's a big big player and a, a big key. That's one of the questions. I really know? like that. Um, so, you, you, you know, you got to, is this going to empower veterans? That's another question. You know, so that's our, our key to success is empowering veterans. Um, so those are a couple of questions that, that we go through. And I'm teetering on the idea of actually publishing the strategic framework, even though it's supposed to be internal. I think it would be helpful for anybody that wants to um, get involved in entrepreneurship. I, I love it. I hope you consider it because I think, you know, the reason I was asking is one of the biggest things um, that we encourage is the ability to eliminate the things that don't align with what we're doing. And, um, you know, you coming up with ways to identify that, right, are really important because so much comes at us every day. And as entrepreneurs, we have to stay focused on what our mission is. And we have to learn that sometimes we have to delegate that out or just quite frankly say no. And so I, I hope you'll do that. I think, I think, that's, I think that's wonderful. The um, so what is the vision ultimately for Scars and Stripes Coffee? I can tell you what my vision is, but go ahead. I want to hear you. I mean, from a guy that started out at the bottom as a team member and then has worked his way up through leadership, is now one of the 
uh, co-first sergeants with uh, Brad Cotton. I mean, my vision was to get these veterans back together to have the camaraderie that they were used to, um, that they don't, they may not have anymore. They may be looking for that. They may go to their regular job, but it's not the same as interacting with your brothers and sisters in arms. I happened to find that by getting in a career of law enforcement. So I had that camaraderie that I was, I had in the military. I thought I was going to own my own business type um, deal. And then I kind of went through business school at UCO and realized, well, I, I want that camaraderie. I missed that. So law enforcement, I had a couple of buddies in it. They, they showed me what they did. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's what I want. So when Chad actually at a Folds of Honor event, saw Chad with his coffee coming, I'm like, we're neighbors. And I had no clue you were starting a <laughs> coffee company for veterans. And I'm like, how cool is that? I was like, so I learned a little bit about it. And we uh, were looking at doing some other partnerships with maybe the Special Olympics. I'm like, I'm all, all on board. So I started out, you know, I got to working with some of these veterans. I'm like, this is fun. It's a little bit different than my police work, having fun with these veterans, seeing and seeing that the, what they missed. And so working these events and then working my way up. So, you know, as a guy, I'm like, we can bring veterans back together. We can have fun. And on top of that, sell coffee, which most of us drink anyways, and enjoy each other's camaraderie. What's interesting is, let, let's face it, coffee is a commodity, right? And you can, I mean, there's variations. I, I think we're drinking it today, and, you know, um, I've got the package right here. I like it. But at the end of the day, it's coffee. Your, what's interesting is the ideal client for you isn't the end consumer. The end consumer is going to get a good cup of coffee, a great cup of coffee. Um, but your ideal client almost becomes those veterans, Right. So talk to me about what's that experience. So those listening that maybe know some veterans out there, what what do you do with some with the veterans that come to you that say, hey, I'm interested in learning more and being part of this program. Uh, how, how have you developed that to get them on board and in, in, in launching? I'd like to go back to I mean, I'd, yeah. I'd like you to answer this, but I'd like to kind of go back to what we kind of started about original thought of if you're an entrepreneur and you have this imagination, you have this thought, this idea, and, and so that you start with what you want and then you, you ultimately need to end up with what your customer wants. So when I started, I thought I could just do a, a lone wolf or a battle buddy at the most, okay. right? So what I thought is, okay, we'll give you a veteran code. The way it works is you sign up. Now we're going to be going to affiliate links. So you get a URL that's within our website. It's your own URL. You can go promote that. And so when someone goes on there, it looks like the home website, but it's your URL. All your information is already loaded in. And so the veteran, when the when the when somebody checks out, twenty percent of the com, uh, gross sale goes right back to that veteran into their PayPal account. Okay. So I thought, okay, great. We'll give you all this, the tools, and you'll go and, and knock it out. It didn't work. Nothing was happening. Really. Then we went to. There was a few people that picked it up, but then they would phase out. And so then I started talking with the veterans, and I said, hold on guys, what do you guys want? And they said, we want structure. Outstanding. We loved what we had in the military. And I, I, I'm gonna kind of go off on a side tangent here because I keep talking about this thing about camaraderie. And when you go to the military, even though I didn't go, I, I watch a lot of film and I see video, you go in, they, they tear you down, and they build you up to the point that you're Superman. You, there is, you, are, you are so strong, there's nothing's gonna, nothing's gonna knock you down and then you go out the gate and you say to yourself it'll never be as good as I had when I was in the military but what if it could be what if we could build this thing to where now you come out and it's just a new mission right and so what they love is this idea of camaraderie 
And I almost, you're familiar with the phantom limb I'm not. syndrome? Okay, so phantom limb is, let's say you lose your leg or you lose your arm. Yes, There's, I'm sorry, I do. It, it starts, you remember it, right, like when you lose, you're like, gosh, you know, you keep grabbing for things, it's not there. And it starts to fade. But then over time, it, oh, occasionally you'll feel that limb again. And, you'll, and there's that sense of, gosh, I wish I had that limb again. I think there is, and correct me, you guys are veterans, so we're just talking here. Is there a phantom camaraderie that, that you lose and that it significantly tears something out of your body? You know, maybe it's whatever it is, but when you go to an event and someone says, hey, I'm a veteran, you're my buddy, you're a veteran, come join us, come do this event with us, we're going to be down here at the hunting and fishing show, just come and hang out with us for a couple hours. And they're like, I would never go sail, I can't sail, I can't do that, that's out of my time, that's, I can't make it there, I've got this to do, that to do, and they're not really motivated. But when they get there, they start to feel that camaraderie come back. And that's what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. So when I found out what my customer wanted, which was structure, it started to take off and become scalable. I said, I want to be sustainable. Coffee, you yeah. can sell coffee and be sustainable. It's the number two beverage consumed in the entire world, <laughs> next to water, behind water. And, and I want to be uh, uh, scalable. So when you look at, you come on as a veteran team member, then as you progress through rank structure, you become a squad leader. Now you're accountable to 10 guys underneath you. And this is important because now you are accountable and Monday morning muster happens at least twice a month where you call your team members and check on mental status. How you doing? How's your business going? How's your family? Then as you progress, you become a platoon sergeant. So now you've got four squads underneath you. And then we've got two first sergeants who's got, um, ultimately we'll have four platoons, but we'll keep growing. We've got a first sergeant for the East Coast, first sergeant for the West Coast. And I'm telling you what, Brandon and Brad Cotton, wish you could be here today, but amazing leadership amazing leadership and i can't believe what's happening and literally here's what's happening rick so you you put these guys on a path and you give them the tools and you give them autonomy and you give them a, basically a lane to stay in and the tools to do it you'll have a call and, and you'll say hold on we've got an event going where we've got this going on you've contacted this you've got and it's amazing what they'll do you don't even know it Right. The chain of command is incredible, and we have to maintain the chain of command for this to really be the foundation. The chain of command is the foundation of this company. So that begs the question in my mind. Um, I, I like to use um, the phrase growth at a reasonable pace, right? Like if, if a thousand veterans came to you right now, how long, does it, how long would it take you? What kind of stress would that put on the system? And, and what is your target maybe on a monthly level for onboarding? Because there's a process to this, right? So what does that look like? So what, what have you experienced, Brandon, now that you're first sergeant and you're starting to really develop the teams? and Well, I mean, we kind of had, through the two Fox and Friends, we had a surge in growth that we was expected but wasn't expected in a sense because we had some veterans signed up, and I think we learned that a lack of communication kind of put our, our business or in a in a stalemate, I guess, if you will. Like we just kind of stopped because we weren't getting out to communicate with these veterans. Hey, how are you doing? Welcome to the company. Let's get somebody in contact with you. So we lost them that initial communication that we should have had and we learned from it from that. So now, like I said, if we had a thousand veterans that had came that come to us now, it would probably we'd be like we the structure from the leadership wouldn't be there to support that. Yeah. So reasonable growth at a reasonable time, which I think is what we're experiencing and 
with that, these newer veterans seem to be signing up, picking it up faster and getting involved faster through that quicker uh, contact through this structure that is so critical to make it work. So as soon as a veteran signs up, they come to Brad or myself, we look at them, I, I, I reach out to them the way I work because I want to make sure that they're going to be responsive because I don't need to pass that person down to the next person if they're not responding to me yet because that ties up their time on working with somebody that maybe thought it was a good idea to sign up but then now it's backed out. So I, I, I kind of weed that out. I'm like, hey, where you at? What do you want to do? Okay, great. I'm going to get you signed to this uh, platoon sergeant. He's going to reach out to you. Then that platoon sergeant's going to say, great, you, here's, you're now with this squad leader. And it, it kind of filters down and we see the people that want to put in the work and want to uh, grow their own business that way versus just kind of signing up if they think it's a maybe under the, the MLM, the multi-level marketing, or if it's um, like, a, like thinking they're just going to get rich fast because that's not... Like our whole mission is, hey, you can make a couple of bucks, but you, the best thing is you get to come back and hang out with veterans and have that camaraderie that Chad and I have been talking about. And I'm glad you brought that up because we talked before the show. We did a lot of talking before the show, and I'm going to start recording before the show. <laughs> um, but the the reality is you have different level. I mean, you have, you have veterans that have full-time jobs that are doing this on the side. If I understood it right, majority ninety five percent of the people have full time jobs. And so, to to press that point home, this is about them being part of an organization of other vets that they can connect with. This isn't necessarily I'm gonna you, all of a sudden you're gonna be a millionaire, right? And and I wanna I wanna cut that off right right here for anybody that might be listening. Go oh, but it's a what I like about it also is you're teaching indirectly entrepreneurship to these folks. And I was just sitting here thinking, you know, one of the worst things for me to ever see is a veteran on the side of the road, um, homeless and, um, or, or like you said, depression, and suicide and the things that go on. And you're really helping them to see another mission, another purpose. And it's no different um, with retirees. We always say, have somebody retire and sit on the front porch. And I can tell you, they're not going to last very long. Mm -hmm. And, but, but retirees that get themselves looking to that next chapter you know in the work we do we do work with some business owners that sell and 71 percent of business owners that sell are unhappy after one year and it's not necessarily the financial there are some aspects to that but it's more because they don't they didn't give thought to what is going to be next and and that happens with our veterans it goes it goes right in step with that so um I, I'm I'm excited as we're talking about this because I, I man partly I wish this would have been something when I was a young man to have this, and, and that's what that's what we like to hear because yeah. that kind of proves our that we know our concept our model is going to work because you have that desire to you yeah. know would have this been great for you as you were coming out or even just to do if you were still in because we do have some active duty members that participate. That's fantastic. What are some of the biggest challenges that you guys? face today because let's face it entrepreneurs it's not all glamorous right so what are some of those challenges that, that you have to deal with today i think the challenge is, is this but it's, it's great because we're getting the leadership to now be able to have the examples to look back on so i was thinking about the idea of of why people succeed and why they don't succeed in entrepreneurship um and i think a lot of times rick and you can correct me if i'm wrong is um there's a, a point where you get too high with your highs and too low with your lows and the, and the true entrepreneurship has to have that why of why they're doing it to stay the course because hurricanes are going to happen. You're not going to get the sale you thought you were going to. It's not going to maybe produce as much as you thought you were going to produce. So 
what the the thing that we see is is we'll get people that'll sign up and man there's no mountain too high no valley too you know they're gonna they're gonna knock down mountains they're gonna sell you just watch out you just you i can't tell you how much money look out you better buy another roaster you know how many of those have worked out right i don't even know their names anymore i mean i'm not saying that a bad way i wish they were i mean but and now and that was you know as we get the leadership now we have guys like brandon brandon just is a he's just methodical he's just never stops he stays at an even kill and he keeps going and what happens is and uh, this is what's happened to me in my life is because once you have that why established you just stay the course and you keep going and i always talk about the imaginary self and the physical self mm -hmm. so your imaginary self is man i just like to be able to sell one bag of coffee okay your physical self is i'm not even signed up Right. Okay, so you, you sign up. Okay, well, I did that. Okay, so I've, I've gone to an event. I've done this. I've asked all my friends. Nobody bought anything from me, but I went to an event and I sold a bag of coffee. Okay, you've matched your imaginary self. You've done that. Now what? Now you move that imaginary self up. Man, I'd like to make, I'd like to sell 50 bags this month. I'd love to sell 50 bags. And then goes on. See, so if you're doing that right and you're being methodical, you're not saying, I'm going to go sell a million dollars worth of coffee. You're saying, I'm going to sell one bag of coffee. And then guess what? You've got guys around you and girls around you that, that sell. Brandon sold $20,000 of coffee last year. And that was only about five months, maybe four months, yeah. something like that. I mean, he's just now starting to, we're just now figuring it out. $20,000 worth of coffee. That's a lot of coffee. Yeah. But he was just consistent and now he's able to train those underneath. So to answer your question, that's it, is giving a realistic expectation. And, and we, that's our model right now. We just had our first annual national leadership meeting. And one of the things that um, I was pointing out to everybody is, I had a, I gotta back up, put God before everything you do. As a, as a 42 year atheist, and now being three years walking with Christ, Put God before everything you do. I'm, I'm living proof of this. None of this was happening before I'm, I just made one decision. So I don't talk about that or I'll start crying on you. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, if, if you just um, get started in this and, and just believe in the process, you have to have the right system and the right culture. And it's inevitable if you're doing good work, you will succeed. And so the fact that you have a job, great. I, I have a daytime job. I still work at the VA. I will never quit that job because I'm not asking my guys to quit their job. I'm asking you to join, surround yourself with now entrepreneurs that at one point said, I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not a salesperson. I can't sell. I can't do that. Holy cow. I made $1,000 last month selling coffee I, and I'm loving it. Yeah. So. I want to say, Talk yeah, about it, yeah. No, yeah, you can build on that. And I think from that national sales meeting, uh, you know, leadership summit that we had, it basically kind of proved like one area where we were, um, I think you said, what's one of the growth strategies or issues we're having or, or problems like growing. Like we love events in Oklahoma. Events have been awesome to get our veterans. And we realize that we haven't seen that in our places where we have a lot of veterans at, whether it's Arizona or in Massachusetts. Yeah, Massachusetts. Right, Massachusetts, not the Oklahomans. They don't have a T in yeah. Massachusetts. So we saw that, and we and we. So they said, "Well, we would like to have the stuff that you guys have in Oklahoma. Like we have a tent that for advertising. We have a table cover that has our logo and stuff like that. Um, uh, and we're going to banner ups too, where they're going to be able to highlight us. Um, so they're like, we would like that. So right after that leadership summit, we got together as the the command structure, and we're like, what can we do to do this? 
let's order these tents and table covers and banner ups and get them out there because we had a guy in Arizona. He just hosted his first event. Uh, you know, uh, Steve up in Massachusetts, he's hosted an event. So we realized that once we see what they need and we and we're going to meet that need, like it's just going to grow. And so, and now we figured out that's a way to help make our the business scalable is just doing these little things. You know, it's, if you think about this, Rick, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. Do you have a question? No, I don't. What's amazing to me is the the true mission of this is is I'll back up to the original thing is can I build a world class sales force made completely in veterans? And oh, by the way. Can a byproduct of that be a reduction in suicide? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we accomplish that? You're darn right we can, and we are. Our Monday morning leadership has already ferreted out some things that were going real wrong in some veterans' lives. And you know, as a veteran, a lot of times, veterans know more about veterans, and they're the only people that can really help them. Because veteran suicide is not a national problem. As one of our team members, Zach Brown, say, it's a community problem. So when you've got a squad leader reaching out and they say, how's your day going? Oh, I'm good. No, come on, what's going on? I'm good. Okay, we can reach that person and draw them out. Yeah. Right, because this is a hand up business, not a hand out. We're done building wheelchair ramps, another one from Brad, uh, from uh, Zach Brown. We're not building wheelchair ramps. Let's get you, get, let's get you up, get you going. Yep. I, I just love what you guys are doing and the passion Guys, if you don't hear it coming through on this podcast, I'm telling you, sitting here in the studios, these guys are passionate about this. And, you know, if you think about it, and again, we talked about this, veterans, whether they're working or not, that extra, that connection, that community has so many attributes on the positive side, but a few dollars in your pocket extra by being involved in that community and, and doing something you love and you learn, it, it just all comes together. So, so I applaud you. Let, let's do a little plug here. I'm going to do a shameless plug um, because we're, we're, we're getting towards the end uh, of the show. And what I'm worried about is people listening who might want to support this, right? There might be people listening to the show going, man, how do I get some of that coffee? Is it only through veterans? So share with us how our audience can, can help contribute to your mission, um, whether it's buying coffee or connecting veterans or whatever. Would you share just a couple minutes with that? Well, I mean, I'd like to talk about the website and the new website we have coming out. We're extremely excited because from a command level, so now I have leadership underneath me, basically, that what's so cool about the military is is you have a command at the top. You say, hey, we got a new campaign initiative or whatever. You tell two people, and then thousands of people start doing it. It's amazing how fast it happens. And just for Goose the other day, I sent out a message that said, hey, send me some pictures from um, some events, recent events. And within minutes, my phone was going ding, 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 ding. I mean, it went out to hundreds of re- uh, veterans out there that are, that are working it. But the website is this. As a company, I looked at a lot of other veteran-owned companies, and I thought to myself, sometimes they seem to lose their mission after they get busy. I said, I'm not saying that I'm above that, that I wouldn't let greed get in my way. So I put safety things in place. And one of the things I wanted to do was, Again, put God first because I pray about all this, but we call it the vet generator. So as a leader, I have I wanted to be able to incentivize people to become a leader because it takes effort, more than effort, and it's eat what you kill. You're not making any, any additional money other than what you spend. I'm not paying you a salary, okay? So what I came up with was, what if we had a vet generator that was localized to different areas of the country as we grow so that when someone comes to the website and they're like, I just want to empower a veteran, I don't know a veteran, and I, I want to make it easy on them. So 
when you come to the website, you check out, and at checkout, the, the system generates four veterans for you to choose from. It's up to you who you choose. It might be Brandon. It might be they are a leader. You can mm-hmm. know that, that they are a leader within the organization, which means they've got a team underneath them that they're pulling up as well. Right. So you know that um, as easy as I can make it, you go to the website. Within two minutes, you've ordered your coffee. You've empowered a veteran, and your coffee's on the way. You know that 20% of your purchase just went back to an individual veteran that now will actually have on there their social media. So at checkout, it'll say, hi, um, thanks so much, Brandon Baxley, first sergeant uh, of the uh, West Coast. Um, thank you for empowering me to empower my team. Please follow me on my Instagram and my Facebook so that you can keep me accountable. You can see how I'm building my... And so on his Instagram and his Facebook, he's putting pictures about what he's doing with this team. So the entry level to try, the barrier to try new coffee is pretty low. Yeah. As command, I need the... The, the exit of that decision to be very high. So if I can make it sticky, if I can make it very personal what you're doing when you purchase coffee, then it makes it a lot better for that veteran to keep that annuity coming in every month. All right, so what's the website that they need to go to? So- yeah, uh, www.scarsandstripescoffee.com. Okay. So if you, if you don't remember, if you just remember the name, then put it in there, it's gonna pop up, and you just click on it. It's pretty user-friendly as far as seeing the coffee we have. We also have merchandise. We have T-shirts. We have some tumblers. We have some uh, mugs. So if you're not even a coffee drinker, you know, you can support a veteran or empower a veteran um, by just uh, getting some brand uh, Absolutely. Uh, items Getting some merchandise, yeah, merchandise and support. So, so that's www.scarsandstripescoffee.com. Correct. And we'll have that in our show notes as well, so um, they can get that information off our website at epicsbiz.com as well. How about veterans? Let's say we've got veterans, because I know we've got a few that listen to the show, and and you know they know people, you know how it goes. If those veterans want to connect and learn more, um, where do they go? The, the website as well. All of our mission statements on there. Um, you can learn about how the company was founded. Uh, watch a couple of videos as well. Um, so once they go on there, then they'll have a spot that says, I'm a veteran. You can click on it, and then it'll walk you through the steps on how to sign up if you choose. Then we'll get some more information. It's a relatively low startup cost. Uh, I think it's still 45 bucks. You with that, 50 now. Uh, so you get a T-shirt, um, you get some business cards, and you get um, some uh, basic basic guidance on uh, in a Word document. I think Sample we're going to start the email sure. now. Sample okay. coffee. So you, we give you a little starter kit to help you start to grow your business. That's when, after that, a squad leader, somebody's going to reach out to you to help you, recommend you get on social media, to start your own platform pages, let you know what event's going to be coming up in your area. All that stuff follows after you sign up. Fantastic. I, um, I love this. This has been great. And as somebody who's always supported our military, um, I, I appreciate it. And um, I I don't know. I'm honored to have you. I'm going to get choked up yeah. because I, I see it. We're coming to the end. If there's any last thing that you'd like to share or advice that you'd say, hey, you know, because we are, after all, the Over 50 Entrepreneur podcast, um, you know, just some advice that you would share for people who are maybe thinking about an entrepreneurial venture. I, I guess I'm going to be selfish here, and I'm going to talk about our company, what we have sure. going on is – as Brad Cotton said to me, um, it doesn't hurt to try this. Just, just if you're out there, you're listening, you're a veteran, even if you're not hurting, but you have a passion to get back with the team again, give it a try. Just, we're getting better. We're going to make mistakes. I would say this, if you're an entrepreneur, 
know that things are going to change and be comfortable with change. <laughs> but have your foundation. Have those core pillars. You know, our core pillar is uh, we're, we're going to empower veterans to become entrepreneurs and only veterans can sell our coffee. Well, I love it. Guys, it's been great. Thank you so much for being in the studio. Thanks, Rick. Thanks, Rick. And you guys, you guys that are listening, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Over 50 Entrepreneur. I always appreciate it. Grateful. Uh, make sure to check out our website again, www.epicsbiz. That's B-I-Z, epicsbiz.com. You'll get show notes and information, resources, all there to help you. And until next time, remember, we're just getting started. The Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast is sponsored by Epic Business Advisory, where we help entrepreneurs escape the owner's trap, build businesses that can succeed without you, allowing you the opportunity to realize more freedom, think bigger, and pursue next-level goals. Download our freedom formula at epicsbiz.com formula. And remember, we're only getting started.